So Adelaide, who's going to get any votes there, do you reckon? Well, Sloan obviously started really well. Yep. First six, seven rounds. Yep. Then started getting tagged out of the games. He probably only had one decent game since, and that was against Essendon. So, oh, no, sorry, it was Geelong. Sorry, yep. who decided not, yep. Yep, who decided not to tag him. Um, he was pretty quiet again on the weekend against Collingwood. Um, so he might start well. Crouch's last five or so weeks have been really good. Uh, Rory Laird's up there. He gets a lot of the footy across half back, and you know you always notice him when he's playing. So they're probably the top three. Maybe even a Douglas, but I don't think he'd poll enough. The other top three ahead of him will steal votes off him. But there's no real Brownlow winner there, in my opinion. Mm, a bit stiff there, I reckon. I reckon Sloan's probably a good shake. And at $34 currently, not bad. He's at similar odds to Josh Keller and Joel Selwood, two blokes who aren't probably as likely to win Brownlow. So who knows? Uh, Brisbane, obviously Zorko it would be the one, the yeah. standout from Brizzy. Yeah, definitely. He's miles ahead of anyone, I don't I mean, I know Beams is, you know, 28, averaging 28 disposals a game, but Zorko averages 26 and he kicks goals and he scores as well. And he's pretty flashy sort of a player, so I think he gets more notice than probably of Beams. Yeah, not totally agree with that. Uh, Blue Baggers, Cripps went down early, so that's him done. Yeah, um, I reckon Gibbs. He, yeah. He was outstanding at the start of the year. And he kicked, again, he's a midfielder that kicks goals. Yeah. So they get more generally get more votes than a inside mid. Uh, obviously, you've got your Mark Murphy and Sam Doherty, but, you know, Doherty gets the, not the easy ball, I shouldn't say that, but he does get the easy ball across halfback compared to, like, a Murphy or Gibbs. But definitely, again, they're the top three. Um, you've definitely missed someone out there. The people's favourite, the people's hero, Ka- Liam A.A. Oh, Jones. <laughs> Surely is a sneaky to be the most polled for Carlton. <laughs> As... Uh, Cameron Mooney of SEN calls it calls him Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he's look, he's had a he had a good few he got towed up on the weekend by Hawkins. Um, hopefully it's not a sign of things to come. They haven't figured him out, but yeah, he's he probably won't vote much. Nah, fair enough. Uh, what about yours, the old Collie Wobbles? Is this the year that Pendles Jags a brown line? No. No, no, it's not. I, I, I'm Trelaw Trelaw's the only player. Yeah. Yeah, but He's been awesome. Obviously, if uh, Wells decided to rock up fit, he might have polled a few more. But How many games yeah. has Wells played? Uh, he has played nine. That could be 27 votes, though. No, no. Cause we have, <laughs> although we've won most of the games he's played in. Yeah, uh, all but one. All but one, yeah. That was a draw. No, we have lost one with him playing. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. I think it was against Melbourne, top of my head. Um, but, yeah, I think Adam Chalor is a standout. The only other one that might be a smoky for Collingwood is uh, Brody Grundy. He's probably our best, one of the best ruckmans or ruckman going around. Sorry, in the in the competition, and he's been playing pretty good footy. Yeah, uh, Essendon. I reckon there's a this, this Essendon's probably the cl- or one of the probably three clubs that has a chance that they could actually win the Brownlow as well. I reckon. Is that Zach Merritt or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah great kick, kicker of the footy. Yeah. Never, barely misses a target. I think he's run, he runs at 76%, um, which is funny because Goddard actually has a higher percentage of um, hitting targets. But but Goddard is also the just biggest crybaby in the history of football. And so when the umps are voting for you, Goddard's getting zeros because there's no way an umpire walked off the field after a full game with Goddard being like, oh, yeah, let's give Goddard three. Yeah, but yeah, so, but Merritt, yeah I agree. <laughs> you probably throw pretzels at him. Um but, yeah, Merritt you know, averages 31 a game, 
kicks the ball well, um, tackles as well, does all that stuff. Probably doesn't kick enough goals, but you know he's still a very good player. And when he's up and about, generally Essendon play pretty well. On that, when you like, so obviously you know we're we're both pretty stats driven. How how do you think the umpires made that decision? It's obviously hard you don't umpire AFL footy, but yeah. obviously like like what what do you, is it that impact player? So like obviously mids that score goals, I reckon would be probably the probably the, the best bet. Well, you look at the history. You, you, you stay in it more. Well, you look at the last few winners, like they've all been midfielders that have inside out, like the, the full package midfielder, really, the inside, outside mid who kicks goals. Yeah. You don't, like the Ruckman don't get a, don't get a look in. No. The Liam Joneses of the world don't get a look yeah, in. Yeah, no, nah, your defenders barely poll and you're a forward. Like a, Joey Danaher is actually the other one from Essendon that could poll because like a game on the weekend, they might have lost, but he still might get three votes because he just, lit up the game apart from probably the Bont. Yeah. And he's done it a few times shooting against Collingwood early in the year and that. So those sort of your buddy Franklins, you know, they're they're the good bets to have for the top, you know, ten. You, know, you saw um Matty Richardson did it as well. Because they they take notice the umpire the umpires take notice of that. They yeah. kick they take big pack marks, take big marks, kick goals. Mm. Those electric type players, those yeah. big match moment players. So uh Dockers has anyone played? Has anyone from the Dockers had a, um, a memorable game this year? Even in the games that they've won, like, Walters. Yeah, he's been very good. Can do you reckon Walters will top the polling? Even though he's done now, probably. Not. I reckon Fife and Neil probably steal too many off him. Yeah, and Brown Hill has been pretty good for them as well. Um, but yeah, I, to be honest, I've, I've watched them a few times this year, but not enough to have a pretty good opinion. Or in my opinion, have a good opinion, if you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, Walters would be the one. Again, midfielder that kicks goals and he gets a ball and runs with it, takes bounces, looks flashy. So does Lockie Neal and Brad Hill. And then you've also got, you know, the umpire's favourite in Fife. Yeah, I don't think Fife pull that well this year, but anyway, that's, that's by the by. Uh, the AFL's favourites, GOS. Is Josh Kelly a shake? Yes, he's definitely a shake. I just worry about um, his. Other blokes stealing votes off him. Yeah. So obviously, um, you've got Dylan Shield, um, Callum Ward, Tom Scully, those sorts of players. Early in the season, yeah. Jeremy Cameron, Cameron doing yeah. Danaher. You know, uh, even Toby Green, as much of a shit bloke he is. Not, not, not personally. I mean, on the field, he's a shit bloke. No, he's no. Shout out to Toby, Toby Green. You are a shit bloke. He probably come we'll and punch him. you. I don't care. He's, <laughs> he's a terrible human. <laughs> wow. Anyway. <laughs> Just cut just gone personal all of a sudden. But um yeah, th- there's too many blokes taking votes off each other for it to win the Brown because there's so much depth and so much talent. You know any one of those like Josh Kelly could win it. So and Dylan Shields had a pretty good year and he's again he's a top of player, gets the ball and explosion packs. The umpires will notice that. Tom Scully's the one that runs up and down wings, takes bounces and kicks the ball beautifully. And you obviously got your goal kickers and Jeremy Cameron and Toby Green who do the flashy things as well. So, yeah, just too many cooks though. Like too many, yeah, too many just too many vote stealers to yeah. have a standout. Yeah, which is why they're a sometimes decent team. Uh, the Cattery is this again? Well, obviously, do do we feel sorry for Joel Selwood because obviously you know he plays a pivotal role when they win, but Danger was a clear. Favorite for the Brownlow, that doesn't quite make sense to me because surely the umpires realise. Well, actually, Sel was doing a lot of work there as well. 
Well, no, because the Angels kicked 35 goals this year and 22 behinds. He also has had more than 100 tackles. Salwood is nowhere. Like, he's kicked six goals and had 88 tackles. Dangerfield averages five more touches a game. Clearances? Clearances, uh, he averages 24 more for the season. Oh, he's got 24 more than for the season. Um, inside 50s, even uh, the only thing that Salwood's got him beaten on is rebound 50s. So, so is is Dangerwood actually a myth? No, is it just danger? Well, danger has a lot to do with it. He's a freak of a player, and you know, once, once probably every 10, 20 years sort of player we sort of get. You know, he's up there with your Buckley's, your bosses, that sort of generation. He's one of the next generation to come through. But no, definitely him and um, Danger they play a big role. I mean, again, we've spoken about the stats that when those two have big games, how much Geelong generally win. So that's, yeah, I think Salwood's definitely playing the smaller role, but that's probably better for the team. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Gold Coast. Now, Ablett is currently ranked seventh on the betting market at $51. He's probably having a, a, a resurgence year. Yeah, when he plays. Yeah, but you know. I reckon he'll st- he probably will still top their votes. I reckon he probably still does. And Joe, he'd, he'd he'd be he'd be polling two to three votes every time he's played this year. Oh, they've been beating a fair bit as well. Yeah, but he does. He manages to do it. There's been plenty of times over his career where he's been at Gold. Well, he won the Brownlow at Gold Coast. And only won like four games of the year. So. Yeah, yeah. Look again. If you travel, it'll be interesting to see if he travels this week to Perth. No, no, probably I not. So. No, I don't reckon he will either. Um, but, you know, he's only played 13 games, so whether that's enough that he polls enough to win the actual Brownlow, I, I doubt it. It's close breaking the record. 13 games, three votes, 39, 39 <laughs> votes. I said, I don't think you would have got votes <laughs> in some of the games they lost. But, um, yeah, obviously, there's not much else there. Probably Jared Lyons, like I said before, but, yeah, nothing else that really, maybe an odd game here and there from uh, Matera and that where he gets a couple, but that's it. Now, across to the old poos and wees. Do we if 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 the other Mitchell, the new Mitchell, Mitchell two point wins the Brownlow this year? So uh, it, maybe he sneaks it off Dusty. Maybe Dusty gets eliminated or suspended. Is will he be the most overrated Brownlow medalist of all time? No. I said to you like I think it was three or four weeks ago. I reckon he's a smoky. This was before. Yeah. And yeah. you laughed at me and t- said just said straight out no. Yeah. And now he's second favorite. Yeah, well, obviously everyone's listening to our pod and have jumped on. <laughs> They've got him at good odds. He always gets he always gets plenty of the footy. He does. He's inside and he gets the ball on the outside of it as well. Probably, he, I think he handballs more than he kicks. He definitely top, definitely does. Off the top of my head, so that might count against him. He's not the running, bouncy, flashy sort of player, but he's your Josh Kenny sort of player. And we see that Josh Kenny always polls, and I think that Tom Mitchell will definitely in a team that doesn't have a lot of standout players. They've been pretty even across the board, really. Um, I think he's the sort of player who will definitely poll, especially in the, some of their wins. And even when I lost to Collingwood, I'd be surprised if he didn't get a vote for that game where he got like 600 touches. And I mean, they still lost, I know, but I mean, come on. Yeah, you got a lot of the pill. Yeah. Um, and blokes like Silk don't take him off, take any votes off him, Hodge. Oh. I feel like their roles, I think, especially because they're just more advanced in their careers, the umpires, I think look for them a bit more often as well. Yeah, I reckon Bergon might play all right. You'd be surprised, I reckon, Sicily, since he's moved back down back. Might, especially last week in Sydney, he was pretty good. Um, Gunson as well, since he's moved down back. Even Ruffy has played a few decent games. I mean, they're in a pole, but 
I just think Tom Mitchell is this clear standout for for Hawthorne, and he'll probably be a dollar one. You probably won't be even able to back him for leading vote getter for Hawthorne. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne, your second favourite team at the moment. Does the uh, ginger nut have a chance? Um, well, he's very much like Mitchell, but I reckon um, the thing in my hands, Hibbert and and Viney, is they've probably missed a few games. Yeah. But I reckon they're probably the two to go, uh, and obviously Petraka when he. He's the sort of player that he only has to play a quarter and the umpire's probably taking Baz is turning red as he says this. What? You you absolutely love this boy. I do. He's a gun. And oh, I can't wait. I, I watch Melbourne just to watch him play. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a jet. And in a couple of years, he'll be even better. He's going to be Robbie Gray, but better. What about No Nerds Gorn? Gorn? Yeah. Ruckman don't win it, don't get votes. So, And he missed too many weeks with a hamstring. So if he was ever going to win it or do any good, he would have done last year, and you didn't hear from him last year. So true. Uh, to the uh, North Hobart Kangaroos. <laughs> more on that later. Uh, ben Brown chewing. He's like the only good player on that team, isn't he? Oh, I, like I, said, I think I've only watched one. I've got to watch him play this Saturday, unfortunately. Um, I watched a little bit of the Melbourne North game, and that was pretty ordinary conditions down there. Um, but I haven't watched them. To be honest with you, I, you know, we both don't really rate North. We don't at all. But he's, Ben Brown's going to maybe win the Coleman now. So Yeah. Well, I reckon Sean Higgins has been their best player other than from what I've seen and what I read and hear and going off the stats as well. I'd probably have Higo and obviously Cunnington's a pretty decent sort of player. But, yeah, I'll be going Higgins. I reckon he'd probably value over Cunnington. He's not going to win it, though. No, not, not a chance. Poor Adelaide, probably again of a case of, of too many cooks still in, still in the votes. But uh, what we go here? We got like like a Wingard maybe or a Gray. No, nah, because Wingard's been injured and when he's played hasn't really had like, probably a couple of games without impacts. Definitely Robbie Gray. Uh, I know a mate of ours, Jace uh, Bonesy, he's, he backs Robbie Gray I think in something like March this year. February, March this year. May have gone too early, Baines. He probably did go too early, but he's one of those players, again, he's kicked lots of goals. He like, you know, does that sort of stuff on Saturday night and you think, wow, well, like, definitely, or Saturday afternoon, he can definitely play footy and definitely gets noticed. Uh, obviously, Ollie Wines is a pretty good player. Um, you know, Bokey, your wing guards. Your Pepper Pig? Pepper Pig, no. He'll probably win the Rising Star. Or well, he should win the Rising Star. But he's been a bit quiet last few weeks, old Pepper. Yeah, put, he, you put the moz on, mate. Yeah, I know. I reckon he needs a rest. I reckon they need to rest those boys probably now for a week or two so he's right for finals. Yeah. No. Uh, Tigers, obviously, we got Dusty, uh, and that's it, really. Like Cotchen? Yeah, but again, like if you're saying the, the impact player, like Dusty's the impact player and Cotchy's that second fiddle. Yeah. Similar. It's, it's pretty much exactly the same as, as Dangerwood, but we don't have a good name for it. Like, Marty Chin would be as close as we get to that, and that's that's not as intimidating as Dangerwood. Dusty Koch. Dust, dust, yeah, that's again, that's no, no good. That's very close to something else that we probably don't want. So. And, and again, like this is shows why the Brownlow is favourable to mids. You got a bloke like Rance who has clearly kept you in games and won games for you this year. With his, his his play and his setup play and his intercept marking and somehow manages to spoil the ball sometimes from. Space, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable, and yet he probably won't barely. He'll get, oh. yeah, he'll get one vote in some gritty wins. Yeah, even your ruckman and Curvis, like at the start of the year, he was pretty damn good. And again, he won't get a vote. No, 
deserves one, but that's what they are. I bet your Rewalt will outvote Rance, and Rance is probably a more important player in your system than what Rewalt is. Well, definitely. Definitely the case. Uh, St Kilda, does Rui get the farewell gift of being their BNF? It's definitely one of the better players. Um, Jack Steele had a good start of the year. Kobe Stevens had a good start of the year. Sebastian Ross. I love the name Sebastian. Yeah? Yeah, I really like Sebastian. I think he just calls himself Seb, though. Yeah, he does. Seb Ross. Um, so, <laughs> he, um, he's, he's had a pretty good year, breakout year as well. But And Dylan Robertson down back, he's been very, very, very good. Um, but, yeah, I can't really see. I, again, there's a team I don't really watch a lot of just for the fact that I don't like them. Yeah, well, yeah that's... They play very quick ballistic football sometimes, and it's, it's pretty ordinary. But I did watch them on um, Saturday afternoon against Port, and yeah, yeah, Jack Stevens and stuff like that were pretty handy. None of them are going to win it, but it's pretty open as to who takes away their leading pole. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sydney, again, probably another team that has too many good players. They're going to steal steal the thunder. But has uh, has anyone there? Is anyone there as sneaky for the brown line? Well, what have you got any odds on Buddy? Uh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't rank in the doesn't rank in the top he, he, fifty. He probably definitely finished top ten. Wow. Well, he's one of the, he's one of those forwards that will just pole votes when he kicks his three or four goals five because he always never kicks straight. Yeah, because he has that presence and he's so good. But the other one is um, Zach Jones. Very true. He's. A, I'm glad he re-signed with him. He's a gun. He's a chip off his brother's block. <laughs> He's also a nut job, which is great. <laughs> yeah, it's great it. viewing. It you can, if you go to a Sydney game live, just 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 be your own Zach Jones cam because it's 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 funny few, it's funny viewing. A few of them are a bit. You know, Papal is a bit uh, naggy and niggly and yeah, well, all are. yeah, yeah. That that's obviously I think that's the horse mentality getting Get stuck into the juniors. Yeah. It's good. Uh, the Pretenders out west. Can anyone pretend their way to a uh, undeserved Brownlow medal, no. just like the old Spaghetti Head, like no. a couple of years ago? No, <laughs> surely not. <laughs> surely and not another pretty swell boat and um, Adam Cooney, sorry, Coons. Um, but, you know, sort of Brownlows, there's not one of those this year, surely. No. But uh, oh, it's probably Elliot Yo and Gaff, maybe they're too, too likely. Maybe Kenny gets yeah. a few, but no one else really, I don't think. No, and they've really, yeah, they're only going to poll games and half their votes because they don't travel. So yeah, and they're like I said, they're pretenders, and they're coming back to Melbourne this week. So more on that later, though. And finally, the um, the hangover is strong with these with these lot, the Bulldogs. Just the Bont. Can the Bont has the Bont done enough? I think he's done enough, especially in their wins. He was in, he was awesome on Sunday. Yeah, he had seven clearances and four direct score involvements. You know, he's, he kicks goals. He's a, he tackles, he does everything. He throws the pill. He does so. If you've know, talked about this as well, um, but yeah, I, he's probably the clear one. I mean, Lucky Dias, McRae, Hunter, JJ is no good, especially since he's been getting tagged. Um, and then there's lots of players that just do bits and pass. Tom Lamatoy, he probably would have said at the start of the year, but you know he's been pretty iffy. Mitch Wallace has been good since he came back, but he plays across half four at the moment. Don't know why he's not the guts more. Obviously, Stringer, he doesn't play because he's injured, but he was a bit up and down as well. So, yeah, they've got plenty of players that are probably capable of polling, but 
they're too hit and miss, and obviously the Bonds is probably the most consistent. Yeah, all valid points. So to round out, is anyone taking down Dusty? No. No. He's, from the games I've watched Richmond play, which has been a few this year, because I keep watching hoping I'd lose, um, he's clearly the best, well, him and Danger, the two best players in the comp. Yeah. They can turn the game by themselves. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, realistically, there's not much value there for the out-and-out winner, but uh, unless, you know, $1.22 does your thing if you wanted to go the old mortgage bet type situation. But, yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, stay tuned for your for your club markets and, and get on board those. 